have some channeled guidance for my lovely Enlightenment Soul Age group. I want to begin with identity, chosen identity for anyone who moves into or wants to be a 5D mystic. And I say wants to be, but the reality is, is you either are inclined or not. Um, identity means being a human. And it also means understanding the exploration of thought and emotions. You don't discard thoughts and emotions. You don't need a yogi or a guru or anything within a belief system to acknowledge that you have thoughts and emotions. You also don't need education to, intuitively speaking, know when you're moving into a charged state. So here's the deal. People use words as branding. <clears throat> People use books as branding. Here's why the Enlightenment Soul Age group, we're Maha Samadhi Samadhi. That's the reason I use the word is because we don't identify with the knowledge that we gain. There is a way of being aware of knowledge. I use me as an example. I'm not a genius. I have no special abilities except for using what is this skull and have evaluated always thoughts and emotions equally. The ability to move into a mature emotional adult is because of having uh, the ability to stay connected to my differentiated self. And my drive perhaps is of the agent. This is why we are either enlightenment, so age group or not. And that's where you stand here tuning in. So if you're a person who will move into the enlightenment, so age group, this means that if resources that are yours dismantle, you're not going to think that the devil is doing anything or that God is doing anything. You're moving beyond it. The part about growing more intellectual means you move beyond belief systems. If you need stories to give yourself meaning, you haven't moved into 5D or enlightenment for that matter. You're in other soul age groups, which is not good or bad. It's your life, not mine and not anybody else's. The other soul age groups have those lessons. We talked about them. I'm not going to repeat them right now. Um, what I'm going to share is that those of us who care about helping people, we don't stop at uh, figuring out how to help people. So helping people means to help you be yourself, which only triggers those who have not yet learned to unconditionally love themselves, those who are not yet in their 5D. So their mind and body is not yet in a restorative embodied self. Furthermore, their brain is not an integrated mind. So the integrated mind is the embodied brain that is working with a body and mind that is one. And that's because of you being a differentiated self. It means that your thoughts and emotions are independent from your family of origin. This involves all. So relationships, home, local communities and cultures, societal, global or collective. All of it. Secure attachment is a person who can stand knowing, as I used examples, I'm serious when I say if someone spat in my face, if someone insulted me, my nervous system might react because that's where if the person's in a dysregulated modality, my nervous system will pick that up. So having the practice to be in a physical state of equanimity, I don't put myself in certain situations. That's the whole part about being smart stable, mature, adaptive, rational and teachable, and also rational compassion. Uh, how can I break this down? Again, chosen identity, the Enlightenment Soul Age group, 
we're humans of the world here, Earth, not, not some other planet. We use our mindset. It's everything. Everything, not half, all of it. The minute you're waking up, you're using your brain to think about something. And if you're ignoring that your emotions are there, that's on you, not on us. Now, some people, modulated, dysregulated, embodied self, they have a numbness to their body. There's a suppression of actual connectedness. So the insula is underactive. It's a traumatized brain. So there, that is where enlarged amygdala, shrunken hippocampus, there's specific behaviors, which is why the people who want to yell at me about mental health and aren't doing anything kind, they are yelling out of their personal hurt agenda and have not realized that they don't stand up for mental health. They stand up for themselves. It's two different things. I can have compassion of their wounds. Don't tell me you stand up for something when you're canceling people you love because of their behavior. You obviously don't know what it means to pursue mental health. And what I mean by that is to have compassion for every single person that is in a not healthy mind state, which is why they would be nasty to you in the first place. Traumatized brain, underactive insula, enlarged amygdala, shrunken hippocampus. So it's not a game of competition. Who of us is more traumatized? So who can yell at each other more? Or like this one guy, he's a therapist, and the way he presented what he presented, I'm like, yeah, that's part of the problem we have. We got therapists who have not moved into their complete restored embodied self, and they are not in a full state of rational compassion yet because they're not yet in a full state of compassion with their own stuff, with everything, with the global collective, with the global or the collective, doesn't matter, like with the world, societal, the communities, the culture, the home, the relationships. When I say okay, I mean that they're not in equanimity and neutrality, which means they don't know how to be in their true self, the adult version of your true self once you get there. So I know how much people don't like this whole true self because they think that because you move from zero to one to three, you've changed. Well, it's where some of us never lost the connectedness to the true self. So I will raise my hand and say, yeah, I know my differentiated self. And I do know I was lucky because I got an authoritative parent, not authoritarian and not permissive. So I got the good mix. One parent, though. The other parent was not involved. And the other parent who raised me also got to be in a very interesting situation. So what I'm saying is uh, when I hear about secure attachment, and people saying it requires an ideal situation. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's a one and all done game here. What I think matters is actually a couple of variables, which begins with you and I, meaning the person who's engaging. So I, the individual with my own agency, that's number one. So you, your own self, your body, your lovely brain here has a way that it will be inclined to be driven and this is where daniel siegel i can't wait for his research to come out because he's gonna share that where um because the attachment style or the attachment category is part of the equation but when you go and look at the um drive that's also what determines temperament and personality so you have agency then there's belonging i think or it's either belonging or another word i forget and certainty and so based on those, and then, I mean, he has a scale because obviously a person is going to be a potential mix. Now, instead of getting lost in that, what I'm trying to get at here is that 
the people who have a reaction to being yourself, it's because there's a shame cycle. There's an area of unmet communication within the body. There's a disconnect from feeling safe to be oneself. And so it's natural for the body to be upset or to feel reactive because there was not the same communicated to them as an infant. And that infancy then adapted to accept what was being communicated so that that infant body could coexist. So the emotions are not dealt with, not because a human being can't access their seat of empathy if they tried to or can't access their depths. It's because of them not realizing immediately, if I have an off feeling, I have an off feeling. What is this? There's not curiosity. That's why it's a shame cycle, and that's why it's shame, blame, fault, revenge, and it's that criticism, inner, outer, and then there's denying through suppressive agents, alcohol, drugs, sex, food, doing things that are boring, just staying in situations. There's others that do other stuff, and then withdrawing just means you don't really do much different next time around. So you withdraw can mean by yourself in a room, can mean uh, talking about things but not really exploring what happened. It's all the mind. Um, most people sit and have rumination, so they have stories that they tell themselves, which is where they don't actually move beyond the trauma. They stay within it. So these are different dimensions of the same thing, and the only common denominator is you, the person, and your heart. Your heart is important because the heart is where you would drive yourself to believe in you as you are and then to maybe look with your compassionate lens and say, wait a minute, let me explore this. And so while now in this lovely 2023, we have people who are educators and who are parents and who have the agenda of mindfulness or meditation or yoga because they have their loved ones in mind and they have in mind criticizing the system and culture and you know society. Like all the people have a way that they look at humanity and they will, with their specific laser focus, want to bring forth this knowledge of well-being that we now know works because of the technology that reveals the attachment system is in the limbic area, if I remember correctly. The brainstem is where we would have the uh, fight, flight, freeze, fawn, and um, reactivity, and that's where most people don't realize that a disorganized attachment person will have an inner conflict, so there's a fragmented sense of self. We don't need Jungian psychology that talks about shadow and all that stuff, and I mean, obviously, the different ways are amazing. However, when you dabble into shadow self, dark night of the soul, and all, all that, which is what the 4D community does, you might get stuck in a storyline. When you can understand that your nervous system and your brain, it's embodied, and so that an integrated mind is indicative of happening when you allow yourself to use left and right mode. You can only do that if you are comfortable with the depths of emotion that you experience, which means when it gets uncomfortable, if you have a window of welcome for your emotional depth, and that's the suffering that some people who do get out of a shame cycle will start to notice, you can only develop relational resiliency if you stop disengaging with your relationships and you push yourself 
to do something which makes you say, I'm going to trust. I want to emotionally trust others. Now, this is the part. It feels very, very scary because it's actually what will feel unnatural to disorganized as well as ambivalent and as well as avoidant. But what I've seen is there are secure attachment people who have the same and they get uncomfortable as well. And here's where I'm looking to build a community of people who want to obviously inspire human potential. You begin with your own personal development, which there's no sugar-tainted glasses here, meaning I tell you how it is. Either you're compassionate or you're not. The inner growth mindset is not going to be something a person pursues unless they're going to move into their complete self-empowerment. And that means you have nothing to say about relationships, home, local communities and culture, societal or global or the collective, because you're one human out of 8 billion. You will have moved beyond all of these types of segmented ideas because the agenda is not only one area. The agenda is how can we build our communities with the differences that are there because that's what emotionally mature people can do create conversations create communication means even if you're insulting me i'm able with compassion and potentially compersion being happy for you who has your life going on i know that the word gets used only with the polyamory but i actually know of compersion for people who do things in ways that are actually not friendly and insulting, but I'm happy for them because they're happy and I know that's what they want. And, and here's where some people would say, but that's supporting a person's uh, negative traits. No, the only thing that supports a person's negative traits is they not seeing that they have unresolved trauma or attachment wounds, and I'm not going to be able to prove it because here's the point. When I share data... People tell me they don't believe in it. What are you going to do when someone says, I, I don't believe in your data. I believe in my educator's data and they're a rigid mind. They're a rigid person and, and the, you know, they're giving them basically biased information from, by the way, a body and mind that is not a full in-depth emotional being. Because if they were, they would speak about compassion. When I see men and women who are not speaking about compassion towards humanity, I see incomplete human beings. They are not only not in enlightenment, they create a disservice because to me, they're not being leadership. They're being there for their own agenda. And now that they've achieved visibility, they can speak their agenda and everybody that wants to follow them will follow them. But here's where, again, not everybody is made for 5d or the enlightenment soul age group because it means you actually being able to grow up and know that there are things that you won't like and that's normal there's eight billion of us did you think the world was going to revolve around you because i was told it doesn't and no matter what type of resources i had and was given i was again shown uh, in various ways in various ways that if you're inclined to be 5d and you're a mature feminine. This is what is the beauty of being a mystic. A 5D mystic knows, intuitively speaking, a lot more than they realize they know. 
but it does go in phases. And so this is channeled guidance for the full moon, lunar eclipse, and all these energies about. Let me refocus. When you have Krishna Leela, because you explore the depths of your emotions with your own emotional compassion, check. That's awesome. Great. You're going to do growth. If you don't recognize that you are in a charged state, you're going to blame, shame, fault, revenge other people. This is where I find a lot of people hypocrites when I hear them say mental health and they insult each other and yell at each other or call people out for not carrying their own weight and not recognizing what a catch you are. It's like, okay, do you not realize you're talking about yourself and obviously you don't know your own worth or really you're trying to impose your own, what are you doing? Oh, I forgot, belonging or certainty. That's what you're doing and you're not aware of it and you're a therapist. Wow, okay, huh. let me think about this one. But again, then it's not only the therapists that are in, in complete unawareness of, of their own charge state as it's happening. I, I'm wondering, how is this possible? Because the minute I'm in a charge state, I can present it in the equation, and I usually will, or I'll just try to recalibrate very easily again because I'm aware of my body and how it's going. So the people who are not yet aware of their body, it's because there's a disconnect. And once they begin to become aware, if they need help, there's sensory motor and somatic therapists. If they choose to sit in the emotion and allow themselves to sit in rumination, that's called you and your temporal junction doing the same storyline and allowing yourself to stew in an emotion that you're aware of and justifying yourself. It's called adaptive child response, which is what a kid will do once you're grown up. It's not serving you except for rewiring your very own suffering. Now, people don't believe in it because they don't learn it. Here you go. Anyone who's tuning in here, 5D would mean that you don't do that. You sit in your silence with love. You turn on your little love button because you're like, okay, wait a minute. I'm in depth of emotion right now. Shit's going down. I know what this is. I can recognize my pattern. I'm not going to call it a shadow or light phase. I'm going to allow myself to just sit here and let the emotion be. Then I'm going to decide, do I want to push myself a little bit or not to be more vulnerable, to be more energetic? It, it, is a, it is a choice from your own heart. It's not hard. It's only hard because people don't believe in the somatics and sensory motor. I don't, I don't know why they think, I mean, <laughs> this is the part, I don't know why people think it's hard. I don't know the feeling of, not having love for one's own life, which is your name, what your name is for your own body. I was a teenager and I was like, why would I choose any other emotion? I mean, how am I going to help myself if I choose another emotion when all these people are so hypocritical, liars, none of them can keep promises. And I'm an adult and I still, I see the same thing. But they all don't do one very simple thing. They don't actually acknowledge why am I withdrawing from people I care about? Or why am I getting pissed? They don't acknowledge their emotion like a grown-up. And this is where the therapist can help you get there. Or a person who is a common-sense human being will get enough data to figure it out. Okay, this is my implicit memory. Okay, this is my right brain stuff. Okay, I got it. Because they'll be using the information and learn about the mind and body to help themselves not to bullshit and keep a story going 
which is this shame cycle because it's about inner critic outer critic then it's denying when withdrawing and it's the oh i'm a problem they're a problem oh i'm broken they're oh humanity fucking sucks so identity for enlightenment soul age group is one you the human you with your emotions and your thoughts maturing those as you mature those right now what we have two groups of people the enlightenment soul age group we're getting to master our physical plane i'm not going to talk too much about that one because it's simply put us being in our ventral vagus nerve as we deal with our same loved ones and the same shit and it is shit because seriously i mean to me at this point when i'm seeing secure attachment choose to hide behind their own bullshit i'm like okay you know what I'm going to choose love as I always do and I'm going to enjoy myself as I get closer to death. And because there is nothing after death, by the way, that part about knowing this, I was a kid and I knew it. I know it as an adult. I also know that I probably will be reborn because I do believe in the energy thing because I feel it. (laughs) But I also know I won't know Maria, so it doesn't matter. Don't spend time in places that don't matter. And it doesn't matter whether you came from Viking land or not. You're not going to remember it next time around. So we make use of every second. Make use of every second. Today is May 6th, you better bet. Well, when this comes out, it's actually May 5th for me. But when this comes out, you better bet I'm going to make the best of every minute. I'm going to use it with intellectually interesting things, emotionally interesting things, and people who appreciate who I am with my flaws and imperfections and who aren't afraid of life. Now, there is a problem here. Most people are afraid of life. That means they don't speak any kind of truth whatsoever. Get used to it. I'm used to it. I'm waiting for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group community to come more and more. So as we build it, <laughs> I look forward to meeting my lovely Enlightenment Soul Age Group. However, not everybody moves into this Soul Age Group because, uh, yes, there's way too many things to talk about. So let me keep the channel's guidance. I enjoy my Enlightenment Soul Age Group in the meantime. And what I do know is that human suffering is something that the mental health community is doing a great job, the good ones at being able to support the bad ones well let's see i'm going to do my best to join any power of people who are in systems to get that the to get approved <laughs> what i already know a lot of people who are in their grandiosity think that they'll be fine and dandy with which i know they won't because they obviously don't know what grandiosity means so they obviously aren't aware of their insecure egos and of their where the the way they talk to people So I know when I get into my, "Mm, you know what, I think I know more than you, but I don't think of it as me being smarter than you. I just think I can see a little bit farther than you, and I don't think it's because of wits at all. No, no, it has nothing to do with wits. It has everything to do with when you are in communion with the truth, man. The truth is humans evolve, and our species has evolved. We have somatic sensory motor and a lot of technology that shows how the brain works. The evil devil doesn't exist. I'm so sorry for the ones who want to keep talking about demonic possession. Thank you, Patrick McNamara, for your book. I can't wait to read it. Thank you, neuroscience community, and thank you, astrophysicists. So... When anyone wants to break down to me something, I usually will allow them to do so so that I can gain perspective. And I will then sit back and know I have nothing to worry about because education moves forward always. And the system, for as much as they might not be where they could be, eventually they will be. So I can't wait for those systems to be put into place. And all of the other people who wanted the past to come back, well, I'm so sorry that they did not learn how to grow up and stay grounded in reality. It's 2023. If you're looking like a past ancestor, you obviously are not taking change very well. And you're obviously 
not recognizing what grandiosity means or what rigidity means and you're obviously again unaware of the theme of anything psychologically related you just want to bring forth what worked for you great because it'll work for the people who want to be your very same socia or whatever the word is when i see devotees they don't have to be only of a sad guru oh i see devotees all over the place just look at how they talk look at how they dress look at the one theme or ten themes like me recently got all the somatics all the sensory motor what do you hear me talking about that when it was in the past i don't remember i would actually know the past we took a look at how to go to neutrality with language so that you could explore words since they're very important and so every year we do something different right now i'm focusing on supporting the ones who want to be 5d mystics and or the ones who want to potentially move into at the very least their functional adulthood it's very easy to try and move into your assertive embodied self it's called choosing love and it's called knowing that mindset is everything oh and we don't do how can i break it down we don't know everything so you would admit to the fact that you don't know everything and it's only one perspective and that would be something where you're very mature about it, which is why if someone wants to insult me or, you know, again, spit on me, or I understand. I will automatically understand because that action in and of itself tells me that an adaptive child wound has been triggered or an adaptive child behavior, excuse me, has been triggered, which means there's an attachment wound, which isn't justifying anything. It's just saying in front of me, I have a person who is in this moment dumbed down because they're using their brainstem, their reactivity, and they're not aware of it. So how do I want to handle myself as I'm, for example, four foot nine person? Am I going to try and piss them off more? No, I highly doubt that because that would be stupid, would it not? So what I'm going to do is self-regulate, know that I'm not in any physical threat, and then I will try to use my mouth to see if I can negotiate which is very easy for those of us who are not cocky because we're not better than anybody. Just because you get into your biological rudeness doesn't make me better than you. Makes me a human and you a human, and that's as straightforward as it gets. So this is what a restorative embodied self person feels when they're in face with biological rudeness. Modulated, not so much. Modulated embodied would feel threatened and that's where they all are yelling at each other talking about supporting mental health or talking about something related to i want to help people but they don't recognize that they're still feeling very unsafe because they have an us versus them group so that's where i'm going to leave that one and the dysregulated people well they just right now all they're doing is using their self-soothing excessive whatever that is and I'm going to leave that one alone. So they're fatigued and in despair. In fact, this is where, side note, um, when a person who's in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group sees a person who is trying to actually physically heal from a dependency, drug dependency, and they're not being helped because they don't have an official organization to go to, or because those same systems aren't educated on how to handle unresolved trauma, which is why I look forward to meeting the educators again, because the part about understanding attachment categories and styles and trauma, it's important and the systems don't. 
They don't know it. The police don't know it. The firemen don't know it. The nurses don't know it. These centers with drug people don't know it. And that's why Gabor Matei. So there, there's, I need to write a list. There's all these different places that take people in and they don't have people who are compassionate. And so here's where the discourse doesn't have to be mindfulness. In fact, it's not about only that. Mindfulness is simply put a technique that others have used and other disciplines have as well. So it doesn't have to be rebranded. It doesn't need anything of that sort. It needs to be explained physically speaking. So when a person can understand what it means that emotions are not just the feelings of, oh, I'm happy or sad. It's the implicit memory stuff that is there too. <clears throat> Once people can believe enough in that, and I say believe because this is where not enough educators actually talk about the integrated mind. That's where we or I want to try and support the aspect of inner neural personal biology and the integrated mind to be distributed because they use technology to share what this looks like. So it's, it's not just some fictitious thing. It has enough data to be taken seriously. But if you present it right here, when you use words mindfulness, it's associated to yoga Yoga is associated to spirituality. <clears throat> and people of other religions don't want their children or this is normal. This is why when people are saying things and this rebranding was brought up by one of the members, I thought immediately this is called lying. This is called manipulation. This is bad marketing. If you ask me, you know, this is bullshit. You don't need to rebrand anything because furthermore, it's not one aspect that allows people to integrate the mind. And in fact, as my younger sister said, when I was talking to her about mindfulness, she's like, well, you know, Montessori system does this. It's not mindfulness. So this is why when you have an agenda, if it's honing in on one of your tools as if it's a solution, you're not actually seeing that that is not a solution because there is not a problem. What we have is an understanding that goes deeper of how humanity works. And this technique has been replicated and has other names. So we don't need to rebrand anything. And what we want to do is educate. So when your agenda is to empower people, not to push what you found works for you and what you think, you're not going to present it in a little box. You're going to present it as a conversation. That's why we do food for thought. The channeled guidances are food for thought for 5D, potentially see and potentially enlightenment, so age of people. But 5D, if you're not in oneness consciousness, you will not be interested in hearing this because you have no compassion for humanity and you don't see yourself as one. <clears throat> you're the ones who want to hug the trees, maybe. Go, go hug a tree. I want to hug people. And when I see people who need help and I can't do anything because I'm not their heart, and I can't give them the power to believe in themselves and then to learn all this stuff. And you know how many people refute? So when people have told me I don't believe in Reiki, when I've offered Reiki sessions or reconnective healing, that was not fun, but I understand it because they don't believe in it. You know, that's fine. But when people tell me they don't believe in somatic and sensory motor, that's where I'm like, okay, I don't have the brain capacity or desire to actually try to improve shit because <laughs> right now I'm really just going to take steps back and <clears throat> move away. But it makes me sad for these people because 
they could live better lives if they learned about being a human. With Reiki, I can get it because it's something that's different. And really, I work with the universal love energy. It's the field of consciousness. We're all a part of it. And so a person's going to move towards their restorative embodied self or not. They don't need me necessarily. Uh, in fact, that's the part. None of us are special. We're just humans. And the Enlightenment Soul Age person will know that. And will know that the only people who can make a difference in anybody's life is the person themselves. You can't help a person choose to love themselves no matter how much you try. And when we will have noticed this, we will know it's not our fault. We won't be in this, oh, I must be, you know, broken. No, we'll, we'll know you chose, you choose fear. It's fine. You choose what you want to choose. I'm not in it because of what you're choosing. I'm in it because I'm in a relationship. We love our loved ones. So whatever is going on within your realm, if you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age, you, you're pretty much settled in the fact that human suffering is a choice by some. Others... It's not a choice, but there's enough information that can help them to get out of it if they choose to sit in their category because uh, here's the attachment styles. They have these patterns. And if you're not aware of your own pattern, then you're ignoring your levels of energy and you're withdrawing actions. And when you're ignoring, what I mean by this is you're going to allow yourself to be isolated and to be in a low energy. And you're going to say to yourself whatever you're going to say to yourself. If it's in a shame way, it'll be a shame way. If it's a blame, it'll be blame. If it's a, uh, what's the other one, revenge, anger, unfair, whatever it is, it's going to be criticism. That's why it's going to be a critical and not productive in any way, shape or form. You're not going to be healing your own trauma because in that moment it can be something related to trauma or the wounds of attachment so you not having been met in the emotional realm means the uh disconnected the avoidant right so that's where ghosting happens getting silent and just silencing all and moving out of people's lightly you know isolating ambivalent is going to be trying to hold on and or just being completely upset like not knowing what to do trying to tend to everybody's needs versus know of their own sense of self disorganized it's a mix and match for people who are in the enlightenment soul age group we don't actually withdraw from anyone we don't need to we know how to recalibrate because our agenda is to support our loved ones. And we can because we're always engaged in what is a self that is whole. We are a differentiated self. So we link and we join. And if we have any type of insecurity, so we're afraid that we're not meeting our loved one's needs, we won't do anything about it because grown-ups talk. So if something is off, we will try to address it, but there are ways we will know when people don't want to address it. And they will use their bullshit excuses and mannerisms. That means they don't take ownership for it. This is the part. So here's why we don't do ruptures or splinters. Because the minute that you begin to give me information on where you are not emotionally mature... A 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age group will recalibrate and will leave you alone. We will only try up to a certain point, and that's where the nudge is given to us. And so here's where, for my 
Enlightenment soul age group 5D seers, like I, you're in a space of simply put, <clears throat> humanity gets to choose if they want to keep on being in suffering or not. And I'm talking on a big scale, but individually, personal development. When it comes to the system, it's going to be okay. We are participating in the system in one way, shape, or form where you connect with bigger picture people that are doing things for real, not the hypocrites. Don't get me started on the hypocrites. I think right now this is the lovely mental health month, and I'm thinking of all the hypocrites. So anyone who wants to call their loved ones baggage, anyone who wants to insult narcissism, sociopathy, psychopathy, anyone who wants to talk to me about how one should you know, treat another and are rigid, anyone who wants to tell me that they think they know what's best and that the devil exists needs to move out of my way because you ain't a mental health anything. Because if you were anything mental health, then you would know what it means to try and create a safe environment for dysregulated and, and modulated embodied people, which means they need a safe environment, which means if you're insulting them and yelling at them, all you're doing is creating an us versus them, which has happened and is happening. And that means, again, hypocrisy in the book of a person who's in the Enlightenment Soul Age who really stands up for mental health. So I don't like to be treated in certain ways, but I'll be able to be quiet, not because I'm justifying it, because I know two things. If you're in your biological rudeness, you don't hear me. One, you're already in your defense mode. My stature, meaning I'm a four foot nine person, also is going to be impactful. I won't beat anyone at a fist fight, not to mention I don't want to be in one. But the most important part is you pissed off and emotional in the absence of being aware of it because that's what grown-ups do. Apparently, they just think their emotional stuff is nothing. And that's where denial is and they don't grow up. Uh, that's where the adaptive child, harsh, unforgiving. They don't learn new skills. They repeat their same adaptive behavior that's protecting these wounded child parts. Whether they are secure attachment people with the charged states or non-secure attachment people who also have charged states or disorganized people who also have charged states. And then if they keep moving into their rewiring, they will move into structural dissociation and they will begin to have ways to confirm their confirmation bias because all the, all the stuff online with any of these modulated embodied people, they separate things in good and bad, people in good and bad. So again, no one's a mental health advocate if they're telling me I'm going to create boundaries because my safety is better than yours. Mm, you're going to create boundaries because you haven't reached emotional maturity. That's great. Stop attacking another person who doesn't know yet how to do their own boundaries. And how about you educate them instead of insulting them? And or claiming that you're creating boundaries and that that's because you learn. It's like my mouth... <laughs> attachment stuff and I'm going to stand up for myself. Yeah, uh, you don't have to do it that way. <laughs> Doing it that way means you don't know how to stand up for yourself. So when I get my little two-year-old tone, the reason why I will apologize, and I know it's a two-year-old tone is because I can hear it. It is a two-year-old tone. It's annoying. You know what I love even more? I, I still haven't learned how not to be in it with my mother and my twin. So this is something that I'm going to look into. But more and more now that I have this awareness. So here, for any of you who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, you're noticing and maturing that physical aspect. So learning more and more how to use the ventral vagus nerve when it's engaged and when you are in your social engagement system, the throat, that's the part that um, our face and our throat, and that's why the tone changes, okay? And you also will note the charge state. That changes. So if you are practiced with having Krishna Leela, your social engagement, you're curious about each other, that's 
one. And usually that will happen instinctively for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group 5DC Mature Feminine because we're not in our households thinking, oh my God, you don't love me. When we get, if it's yelled at, we're not thinking, oh my God, I'm wrong. We're like, huh, let me go sit and think about it. And that's about it. We don't cast a stone in favor or against. We don't criticize. And even if there are moments of that, and even if there are moments of attachment types of categories or styles, because I was thinking back of how to equate to you all certain insecurities, because we all will have emotional ways we want to attach to our caregivers and our attachment figures are not only our caregivers, they're also our peers. So we will learn by teenage years how to handle ourselves. That's why you begin choosing if you're going to be a grown-up version of yourself or not. Most people didn't do any of that. They just kept staying in their adaptive child version with their peers. And in fact, I see this again as an adult. Um, what I was also trying to get to is specifically the awareness is, is not about good or bad. So being able to note equanimity is the first space for anybody who is 5D. The ones who want to say I'm a justice fighter, they didn't grow out of being a teenager or a young adult. I did. I recognized it when I was like, I'm a feminist. I did have these words in my mouth. I was in that younger, rigid form because your brain goes through a certain developmental process, your physical brain. This is, it's not an excuse. And this is why myself has not changed. I am myself. I feel more myself than ever before and more and more and more of it. And a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group will also notice when you move into a different soul age group. This one was cute. like, um, And really a different age. It was almost like for me, I went from a feeling of a specific age to then another age. And with the soul age groups, I would say that I've always been in the Enlightenment one, but obviously the relationship one and the societal one partake it and the spirituality one, but I'd put them all together. The other ones, they are part of your beginning of journey of life, of course, because as a child, there will be things you're going to learn to do. So we'll naturally progress through these experiences because we're doing Dharma instead of Karma, which means you're seeing our likes and dislikes, but because you're equanimous in your mindset, you're moving beyond them. The depth of emotion as a human, you're like, okay, I have them. So you're not withdrawing from facing and handling it, but that's because you are in a restorative embodied self. So the 5D body type will be here which is who I'm most likely channeling and speaking to. The 4D and 3D, theirs is possible, but they have a type of body that is in dysregulated and restorative and uh, modulated, excuse me, that wants to move to restorative. But that means that their unresolved trauma and trauma memory comes up and their attachment stuff comes up. And so put them together, we have suffering. And here's where those rumination cycles. So when I saw this person yesterday was in this way and found out they're trying to, they, they are off their drugs and they're actually on like trying to stay off it, but they were totally not well. It was a peak, the full moon, like Sadhguru says, and all the astrological events, they bring up this stuff, this human suffering if people allow themselves to keep unusing their adaptive child patterns, they're not going to open up to more. And I've seen that again and again and again. Every year it's the same. I have not yet seen anybody flourish out of their um, 
yeah, their choice of words is what I'm going to say. Their choice of, they may be growing more self-confident, fine, but they're not growing more loving. They don't want to hug more people. So they haven't grown at all. They've just done that soul age group that they're in and they're just doing their karma. And it's, again, not something good or bad, but it's, uh, it's not their infinite higher human potential. So I share the Enlightenment Soul Age Group perspective, and I channel guidance for those who want to move into their higher self for real, not pretend. I don't actually enjoy seeing people talk about mental health when they cancel each other and insult each other, throw shit at each other. I don't care what the excuse is. I don't do well when I see people using the mechanism of shame. I do well when I see people doing the rational compassion, and there are plenty. So it's about being firm, polite, respectful, understanding, saying what's what, and that's it. Like with uh, the recent experience when my friends were you know, sharing their personal stuff and I was respectful in saying, I, I see what you're saying here. I'm going to let you in on a little secret if this is wrong. What you're doing is wrong, and my friend did listen to me. They informed me of this. What I'm trying to get at is grown-ups talk to each other with compassion, respect, and understanding, and grown-ups also take steps back and understand when people need space, and we don't take offense because we're not insecure about our relationships because we know that if a person's in our life, they choose to be in it or not. Grown-ups talk, and that's it. We don't invest time. So if you're in your enlightenment soul age, you're not investing time in anything temporary. It's always moving forward because we're expanding. Those who want to stay with us, they do because we enjoy them. They enjoy us. We don't need to be reassured, and if they need to be reassured, we're not there to create codependent relationships. We will not be reassuring people. If you are in your 5DC from a mature masculine perspective, you are learning how to not reassure people of your unconditional love for them. You have learned that you are not a problem, that you are not the issue, and that many will have been able to use certain things, and that's a-okay, but you will learn how to speak from a compassionate heart, or you are learning, but you're also learning how to say no and be, 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 be firm. And I, and I can understand how challenging that is for people who have shame come out of shame because this is where the certainty and belonging is a part of the equation and your meaning to life might not be yet within your own self. And so this is where I can sense that there's areas of that sensitive ego of a child and a teenager. And it's like, am I doing the right thing as long as you are respecting a person and people and others and yourself you're doing the right thing ignoring how you feel is what most people do because they're afraid of confrontation it's all but it's also because the wounds that they do have of the wanting to be seen soothed heard right validated they don't see it the minute you can see it and say i don't need validation for how i'm feeling i'm feeling this way i'm going to share how i'm feeling and then not taking offense when people can't meet those emotional needs. This is the other part. So emotional maturity is what is on the table for most of you at this point in time. If you're in your enlightenmental age group, then you're also getting to put into practice physical maturity. So this is where it's working with the tone, working with awareness. You're modulating uh, more, excuse me, not modulating, but the... Um, 
you're practicing, you're putting into practice being in a restored embodied self and noticing your temperature and noticing how to navigate your, your, your thoughts in a cool temperature, in a passionate temperature. For those of you who are learning emotional mastery, the 5D person, you are growing more and more in love with humanity and yourself as you are, as we are, and you know where we're at, and you understand with respect this, um, you understand with respect the societal change that is happening, and why people are upset, and you care about creating more conversations, you care about bigger picture things it doesn't have to be related to like for me it is about the integrated mind it's about personal development it's about helping people to know it's okay to be themselves it's about spreading the word on all of this the 5d mystics is about getting people over here and stopping with the whole viking stories and and being actually subject to manipulation by the immature feminines who think they can tell other people how to live their life no, <laughs> but they don't do it in a, in a way of saying, hey, here, go to the somatic therapist. No, they do it thinking, I know everything. Let me do this. No, get away. <laughs> get away from people like that and, and do, do it the right way. The right way is always, there are no shortcuts. If there's one thing anyone would know is that there are no shortcuts if you're grown up. And there are no long things either. <laughs> Every day you're blessed with one more day, not because of a belief system. No, because tomorrow you might not be here. How are you going to spend your 24 hours? Who are you going to spend it with? The aspect is that you will care about something that is bigger than yourself already. If not, then that's where those are those other soul age groups. So other soul age groups, let me put it this way. If any of you are in other soul age groups, your emotional maturity is simply put... <clears throat> knowing that you're special and all humanity is special and that in your life you want one person or group, whatever it is, a home where you can feel safe and feel motivated and tend to and you understand the reason behind it, that that is what gives you purpose and that's the belonging drive and or the certainty drive. Accepting it means step one. Step two, knowing that that creates and stays within you an aspect of vulnerability with your sense of security based on your group and the people. So you can handle this with compassion of yourself and awareness that the challenge for you will be to have authentic, honest conversations, intimately speaking. It doesn't mean you need to be touching people. It means you're going to speak your vulnerability and you're going to create true bonds and you're going to take risks of even if that means rejection. For others, it means stopping to withdraw, disengaging from the patterns, from the attachment wounds. So in this case, avoidant, ambivalent, or disorganized. Disorganized is about moving to organized and then moving out of the avoidant or attachment. And, and that apparently, as Diane says, is very challenging because you're wired, your brain's predisposition is wired away which is why I don't understand it because I love hugging people. <laughs> I don't want to isolate, okay? But I have established a secure attachment, body, brain, all of it. It's an integrated mind with a restorative embodied self. That's what the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is about. The relationship with the Oversoul, awesome. 
Moving out of our metaphysics as a terrorism and those belief systems, this is where for me it wasn't devastating. It was something I intuitively knew. So a mature feminine will know this. A masculine and or immature feminine will feel differently about it because you will have made choices that you will have realized were wrong. And so the difference is that you will come out of your shame cycle having done or said or whatever that you're like shit now i i realize where that came from okay but we're not our biggest mistakes this is the most important part is if you say that shit it's do you want to live in regret or do you want to do something about it okay because living in that doesn't change the past forgiveness is giving up all hope that the past will ever change if you're in your 5DC-ness at this point, you don't have to be in an enlightenment soul age, but if you're beginning to see the functional adult in you and you're able to not sit in that rumination brain, you're going to be able to acknowledge, okay, this is a pattern. I'm inclined to be wired this way. I don't want to be wired this way. I don't, and, and this is why the being yourself will trigger some people because they're like, I don't want to be myself. Myself feels like this. And that's totally understandable, which is why it's only through conversations that we can allow each other to have food for thought and remembering that your body and your mind began as an infant and it has your best interest so this attachment stuff it's important the wiring happened because there was non-contingent communication you want to forgive those parents right that this is also the part you can't change the past you can understand with unresolved trauma of the parent you, you understand the trickle down effect and so being able to accept it as well as the potential frustration of, but you could have done better. This is where allowing it to be expressed in a mature way with yourself and with people who will listen to you and not judge you. If there's one thing that's most important is having people who don't judge, you need to find an enlightenment soul age person. Or at the very least, a person who is a differentiated self with the awareness of compassion towards humanity as a whole. And this means that they understand that nobody's perfect. We all fuck up and they really, really understand this. So they will be able to hear you without judging your situation and the words that come out of your mouth. And therefore, that's the part. Having a safe haven means having a person who is in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. I look to bring more of these types of people because it's easy for me to talk about it. It's easy to access for my 5D mystics. The Enlightenment Feminine I want to believe in the masculines. I've just seen uh, masculines and immature feminines make up too many excuses. And for some, it's very, very hard. So I don't want to say that they make up excuses, but they really get challenged when those depths of emotion arise and they make whatever. Um, I am trying right now to be silent because at this point in my life, I don't have things to say to people that are choosing consciously to ignore the depth of their emotions and to ignore the updated good education that is out there uh, really what it is is emotions are the most even if you think of them as not a good indicator they're the most amazing part of life you wouldn't even be bothered with looking for meaning if you didn't have emotions plus they come from your nervous system they come from the way that your their basic physiology works this is why the attachment system is, is everything. Understanding that the inclined pattern of avoidant, ambivalent, disorganized is not chosen and it's a, myth, it's a mismatch for what you are naturally instead predisposed to. This is secure attachment. So what is coming out is your suffering because you did not get the secure attachment. 
and you going against it is the repression that happens because it's the reminder and so again only the person you are your heart you are the key and no matter what other heart can add to your heart only if you recognize that your heart is what matters and what does this mean so i had the illusion of being given a heart and that illusion when it completely you know in different phases completely went into opposite opposite of being given one if you will uh, we could say complete destruction annihilation right okay so when the illusion though was clear because i'm a person who's again aware that we choose from our own brain it's free will what to say and what to think and what to contemplate i only know one thing i understand that people have a very big challenge with choosing love period <laughs> and so i don't and i chose love and in fact here i am with a heart full of love and the illusion is an illusion because you know again you're putting your emotions your minds your physical stuff on somebody else or a group it's not going to always go a certain way that's all it's normal grown-ups know how to handle grown-ups stuff because we're all people we all will change our minds that's uh, something that can happen so it's okay looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences call in or leave a message